what's happening people can you hear me how's everyone i don't know you can hear me you can't see me baby it's because of my screen well welcome everybody to the traveling investor show uh where we talk about how to master your mind body and wallet and it is amazing what you can do when you just put your mind to it there i am hello it's amazing what you can do when you put your mind to it. When you say no to quitting, when you say no to giving up, when you say, you know what, I don't care that I'm from another country. I don't care that I have an accent. I don't care that my parents came from X. When you take everything and you put it in front of you and you take those obstacles and those challenges that life puts in front of you and you say fuck it i'm still gonna do it no matter what you reach a point in life where success starts to manifest itself and it starts to grow exponentially and it's amazing when when that happens because you then really start to feel and to see the fruits of your labor, to see all of the time and energy that you've taken and you've uh, you, you, that, that you've put into yourself, into your business, into your network, into your future, you're then able to really see and feel and, and reap the rewards of your sacrifice because it is a sacrifice. Anytime we decide to go towards a goal. Anytime we put a goal in front of us, we create a goal. We say, this is where I'm going to go and nowhere else. We then have to make sacrifices because now we're taking a time and space and we're pinpointing it. We're saying that's where we're going. And then everything else disappears. And we have to keep focus on that. But the beautiful thing about it is that when you sacrifice five, you know, a year, two, five years, even 10 years to create something, you then have the rest of your life to be able to enjoy the time that you sacrificed. And, and this leads me into my guest today because, you know, our goal here uh, at The Traveling Investor is to help a billion people achieve financial freedom, to achieve success in whatever fashion or definition you have for success. Some people's success is, you know what? I want to buy a new car this year or I want a car. Forget about new. I just want a car. And they go out and they set the goal and they say, I want this. And they they achieve that goal. For someone else, success is uh, being able to provide for their family. For someone else, success is making a million dollars a month. Whatever that success is, we want to help you achieve the next level, the next five levels so that you can obtain your definition of success. And my guest today, Bernard Pearson, he's been on the show before. Bernard and I, we actually met many years ago, uh, not at a real estate conference, believe it or not, but at, a, uh, at an organization that brings together people for membership. It gives them rewards and all kinds of stuff. And they created an event for people, for the members. And we went there and we hit it off and we started talking. And what's awesome is that when you start resonating, when you start vibrating at a certain frequency, at a certain level, at a certain height, 
guess what happens? You start attracting the same people. Now, I don't know if Bernard was on a frequency that was lower or that I was on a really high frequency and I attracted him, right? The, you know, the, the jury is still out on that one. But um, Bernard is, is a successful business person. He's a successful entrepreneur. He's a successful real estate investor, syndicator, owner, operator. And if you've got a pen and paper, take it, take some notes, uh, because I want to bring on Bernard. Bernard, are you there? What's happening? Yeah. Hey, Nitsan, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Great introduction, yeah. man. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. You know, you're, you're definitely the epitome of, of the American dream, success. You know, you came from a faraway land. You came somewhere else. English isn't even, I would say, your first language. Is that right? It's not. Yeah, Spanish is my my Spanish my, is... my my native language. Yeah, my. That's right. You came over to this country not knowing. You know, maybe maybe you learned a little bit of English in South America, or maybe not. But but English is not your first language. The U.S. is not your culture. Is not your home. You know, is not your roots. And yet you came here like so many other millions and millions of people, like so many people that came into this country hundreds of years ago to build up this country and build up for themselves you came here and you put roots down and you said come hella high water i'm gonna make it happen so kudos to you man that that's that's fantastic and 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 congratulations you know Thank really you, 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 you deserve a lot of congratulations for doing that because you know there's so many people here in this country that are that are born here that take for granted the opportunities that they have, the freedom that they have, the the abundance that they have, and they still complain that they can't make it happen, you know. So I wanna I wanna bring that you know that success out and and really congratulate you and, and let everybody know that you know what, it's not the system that's broken, it's not society that's broken, it's not that it's what's in between the two ears. That's stopping you from achieving your success. Is that right? Would you say that that's correct? Couldn't, couldn't agree more. I'm 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 from Nicaragua, and at least that's where I grew up, and that's where my family's from. And definitely a different ball game down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you share with us, you know, what it's like down there versus what it's like here, so people can can grasp, you know, because we're seeing you now with a nice college shirt, right? <laughs> You're in Miami. You've got a beautiful office. You're you're in a great location, right? Paint the picture of of what you left, so that people can understand, you know, the dualities that 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 you know where you came from and where you are today. All right. Yeah. So 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 my family when when I was born, I was, I was actually born in Miami. I I didn't grow up here, but I was born here and I lived here until I was like five or six years old. My 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 family was living here at the time. They 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 had fled Nicaragua, which is where we're from, and they had fled because we had a civil war going on. And it just there there was a bunch of other issues in the country going on. There was um there was a communist government at the time in power, and and and, and many different issues that the conditions weren't there to live there as or or at least not the life my family wanted. So mm -hmm. so they moved here. They they had to leave their country. Um. They had lived there all their life and, and, and sure, they left. Family, right? friends. And yeah, right. Exactly. Everything. And then I was born here, right? When 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 they were living here. And I, I lived here until I was like five or six. And when the country got better, we went back, right? Um I loved it. I I, I love Nicaragua. It's a great place to grow up, a great place to be. 
I, I, I even started doing business there about 10 years ago or more or less. I, I was developing real estate down there and um, it happened again about four or five, four or five years ago. It happened again. We are our, our country politically, economically, everything it went into deep social, you can call it depression. I mean, it's, it's not even a, 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 a recession at this point because it's been going on for so long that the, there, there's just laws aren't followed there there's there's no security in a contract or an agreement there's there's so many different um so i've doing business in nicaragua is is so and and in latin america in general right it's so different and so complicated you can still get it done right but but it's so complicated that when i came here it, it if anything the, the, the one of the things it gave to me is it develops such a thick skin that it not that it feels easy but it, it's it feels a lot easier than it, it would have been otherwise yeah that 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 thick skin right that's something that entrepreneurs no matter where you are in the world you got to grow that thick skin right i call it rhino skin mm -hmm. right the mm -hmm. skin of a mm -hmm. rhinoceros yeah right? yeah yeah right? You see, you know, you see National Geographic, sometimes the rhinos are just kind of minding their own business. They got this big ass horn in, in their thing that's huge <laughs> and they're minding their own business. You got birds sitting on them and pecking on them and, you know, fly. And they just thought they're just like minding their own business. They're just doing their own thing. But if you put a fence around them or if you get in their way, they'll just trample right over you because they don't see anything but where they need to go. So, yeah, you know, that thick skin is 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 definitely important. And and it's it's amazing that, you know, that how governments come and go, how societies change. And, you know, it's, it's amazing that you were able to, to pivot with, with, you know, what was going on in Nicaragua at the time, right? You were smart enough to see five, six, 10 steps ahead and say, okay, we need to pivot, right? What, what are, you know, from your experience as an entrepreneur and whatnot, what are some, what are, what are some of the things that, entrepreneurs or talents or skill sets that entrepreneurs you know or even real estate people should kind of start honing right we're talking to a lot of people that are just getting started they're trying to get in, you know they're looking to get into real estate you know all that kind of stuff you know if they you know somebody was sitting in front of you and they were getting started you know, share some of your wisdom with them as to, you know, what they should do first, kind of first steps. Okay. Yeah. So we're all different. We're, we're, we're all human. We each have our own personality. We each have our own way of, of making things happen. Some of us are introverts. Some of us are extroverts. Some, you know, we're, we're, we're all different. So I don't get too caught up in, on, on, on the specificity of things in, in general, I would mm -hmm. say, because that creates pressure or, mm -hmm. At least for me, that would, you know, um, so I would focus definitely on networking. That's the number one thing. If there's only one thing, if, if I have to choose one thing, it's going to be networking. Uh, that is going to happen for most businesses, I believe, and, and or entrepreneurship. And definitely it's going to happen in real estate. I mean, you're, you're going to need it. You, you, you may have a deal, but you may have no money. You may have money, but you may have no deal or experience. You may have experience, but you may not have a deal and so on and so on. Right. So if you network, you can bring everything together there there's there's and and multifamily or even real estate in general there's a commercial real estate but it's it there's a community out there that allow it once you start going to the conferences and you start going to different meetups and, and whatnot 
it's the same people. Like you, mm -hmm. you, you end up and after a while, you know, everyone and, and you, 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 you know, and you become sure. one more member of that community. So network. Network. I love yeah. it, man. It, it, and, and it's true, you know, so, and, and I talk to, you know, a lot of my coaching clients and whatnot, and I say, you got to network, right? You can, you can network at live events. You can network on social media, right? We have social media where I can network in Australia if I want and bring Australian investors, right? It's so awesome, right? To, to network. And, and I agree that it's, it's, a, it's a very small community. And when I started, you know, 13 years ago, networking and going to these events and whatnot, you know, I didn't know anybody, right? Now, you know, and, and, and fast forward a couple of years and several years. And, you know, like you said, you go to this, you go to the same networking events at the same place at the same time, you see the same people, you're growing these relationships. And what I found is, is now I go to these uh, events and, you know, I, I could be standing in one place, but because I know so many people, people come up to me and, and just like you, I've seen you do the same thing. You know, now you're standing in one place talking to somebody and then somebody, hey, Bernard, Hawaii, and hey, hi, Hawaii, shake your hand. And then you go on to the next person. And people come up to me so often and, and I see they come up to you as well. And they're like, listen, I don't know who you are, but I've seen like 15 people come up and shake your hand right now. So I need to come talk to you. I think I need to talk to you as well and see who you are. Right. It's that, yeah. power, it's that power of network. Right. <laughs> it's the power of networking that you never know who you're going to meet. Right. Somebody's going to walk up to you. They've got five million dollars in their bank account. You'll never know it unless you start talking to them and build a relationship and and, and network and communicate with them, right? Yeah, a guy might own, you know, uh, a 22 multifamily properties all around the country, you know, a 60, 70-year-old dude or maybe a 50-year-old guy or whatnot. And, you know, you're talking to them and, and you don't know, but if, they, if you build that relationship and they like you, then they will, then they'll say, oh, you know what? I've got some deals you want to take a look at, right? That's And, and sometimes it takes four or five years before something you know, just just try to add value without expecting anything in return, and 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 just be there, and and it, it takes time. I mean, it can, it can take time. Sometimes it doesn't. Like you and me, we hit it off right away, right? We, mm -hmm. we were we were doing business about a month after we met, but <laughs> but sometimes it can take five years. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. There are people that I'm still talking to, emailing. You know, negotiating, uh, not negotiating, but, but building relations. And it's been years and they haven't done anything, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, the, the power of networking is so key, you know. All right. Let, let's talk about this. I know that you, uh, and congratulations, by the way, I know you just closed on uh, a property in Oklahoma City. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So why don't you share with us a little bit about, the, you know, not a little, share with us a lot. Right? How'd you find the deal? Why, why OKC? Why Oklahoma City, right? Talk about the team. How, you know, you said you're, you're in Miami. How are you managing an asset so far away? Yeah, so let's start off on, on why OKC. So OKC, I, I, I was always looking for different, I'm, I'm always looking for different markets, right? On, on where to invest. And one of the things I, I, I prefer to have, it's not a must, but, it, but it's one big, a big plus to have is someone in the market, the famous boots on the ground and that boots on the ground. It doesn't have to be someone that's going to be your partner or someone that's going to uh, invest with you. It doesn't, they don't even have to be real estate minded or related for, for me, right? That boots on the ground is someone who, who, you know, trust, like, can be a family member, a good friend and someone who has close ties to that city 
or even maybe you have close ties to, to another city um, or something. So through them, you leverage that local knowledge that they have or that local feel that there, there's they're locals. Right. So in my case, Oklahoma City, I, 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 I'm always thinking of these cities. Oklahoma City is one of them. My, my brother in law has a, a business there, not real estate, but he has a team there of, of people and, and whatnot. So I can always call them and. And, and ask them, what do you think of this address? Is this a good location? Is it not? Is it mm-hmm. a good neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Is, is what do you think of crime? What do you go there at night? What do you? Uh, all the questions we 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 like to ask, and, and just leverage that that local feel, and it checked that box, right? So so that was great. And then I'm like, okay, let's look into Oklahoma City. Let's look into dem- into the demographics. There's job growth. It checks checks all those boxes. There's um, it, it it's the third cheapest or least expensive. City to make business in the U.S. Right there's there's so many things. It's the logistically it's located perfectly. It's two hours away from Dallas, and it, there's it's an intersection to several interstates. So there's, logistically there's a, a lot of of trucks going by and and whatnot, and 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 that's part of the reason it's so cheap to do business there because um, materials are readily available. They're 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 not as expensive. Freight is not as expensive as other parts of the country, and it that there's. I already mentioned this, but there's job growth. There's a diversifying base of, of, of employers. Um, it used to be a state that was pretty much focused on energy, and it, that's starting to change. Um, there's big employers coming on, on and moving their headquarters there. And it's in general, it's a, it's a market I I really like. The the it's growing. It's it's not as not that it's under the radar because that wouldn't be accurate, but it's not as as hot as other markets. Nothing wrong with other markets, right? But it's just getting deal flow in in, in markets that, that are not as hot is is can can be easier, right? And that's how I ended up in in Oklahoma City. I'm finding the deals uh, through broker relationships. Um, it's just broker relationships, and we've we've closed a couple deals there, so they 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 bring the deals to us. And we're, 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 we're being shown a ton of deals and some of them we pass on, some of them we offer on, some of them we, we got the contract on. And the, the one we closed on recently was a 71 unit portfolio, uh, value add, class B, good locations. These are all good urban locations that we've been buying recently. Um, walkable areas, urban, and they're, they're kind of like the hip areas of, of town, if, 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 if mm-hmm. you know. If I can sure. say that, um, so yeah, that's that's we're we're very excited. We're 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 these are smaller. So so the seventy one unit, um, it's actually a portfolio that that we bought. Um, that we we assembled the portfolio. We we bought three different properties and closed them in a relatively short period of time and assembled the portfolio and syndicated that out as as one deal. Um, and the yeah, we're, our our strategy with with these recent acquisitions is to buy in the urban core of the city um, in walkable areas where there's coffee shop, restaurants, bars, there's nightlife, there's, there's, there's life, right? So um, the, 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 it's not the suburbs. It's not an, anything like that. And, 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 and the idea is to gain the efficiencies and, and all that from operating them together. Cause they're also within a, uh, they're the proximity between them is, 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 is they're all close together, right? They're between mm-hmm. two, three blocks away at, mo- at the most. Okay. So yeah, we're excited about it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So let me ask you, what are, you know, you said, that, you know, there are some deals that we let, that we liked, some deals that we don't like. What are some of the deals that you looked at that you didn't like? 
what what ha- what was with the what was what were the i what were the issues with those properties excuse me yeah so the, uh, one big one and and that's going to happen in every market o- oklahoma city is not necessarily a high crime rate area but every city is going to have especially urban areas yeah. are going to are going to have high crime rate areas mm-hmm. and 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 one thing that we run into sometimes on deals is that they're maybe located in a high crime area and mm. and high crime area and and the current tenant base is maybe not the not the best. They they they, they tend not to pay and they tend not to take care mm-hmm. of the property, mm-hmm. and that may be a niche for some investors, but it's not ours. Right. And and that's definitely one red flag mm-hmm. for us, or or something we try to stay away from. And that's that's basically the, the biggest one we've we've ran into. Um. Other than that, pricing obviously. Um, there is occupancy. If occupancy is is, is very low, or if delinquency is high, there, it, you can make it work. But it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It can be challenging, mm-hmm. right? You, you can you can it's it's you you if if you have a lot of month to month leases, it, you, you, right? All of that you can make work. But you really have to plan for it because um, I've I've heard stories of of other operators that it's all month to month leases, and 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 their plan was to do it little by little, and all of a sudden everyone left. Right, because when you start yep. increasing the rents, everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes they'll, they'll they'll stick through, right? And <laughs> maybe in today's market, they'll stick through because everything's so expensive that people are, you know, they're buying time. But right, and at other times, everyone leaves, and all of a sudden, you have a 80 90 percent vacant property. Mm-hmm. So you, you just have to be careful with those details too. Um, yeah. on really auditing those those leases and 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 making sure you're you're what you're getting into. Excuse me. Right. Right. You definitely know what you got to get into because uh, we, at one point we got into a deal where uh, we got into a deal and, and it, there were a lot of month to months. And just like you said, when we started leasing people up and raising rent, we had a mass exodus, mm-hmm. right? We had a mass exodus. So you need to, when you're underwriting, when you're creating your projections, you really need to uh, uh, understand what you're buying and, create those projections with very conservative saying, you know what, what if 50% leave? How are we going to handle that? What's, right. what's going to be our, our issues, right? We got to, we got to, you got to have strategies A through Z and sometimes yeah. double A, double B, double C, double D, right? Even after, past Z to make sure because we're playing with investors' money, mm-hmm. right? We're playing with other people's money, other people's livelihood and whatnot and, and our reputation as well. So we have to really understand uh, what we're doing. Let me ask you. And there's also uh, opportunity to the month to month, right? You know, it can oh, yeah. it can help you make the turnover quicker and whatnot, but you just have to know that that there's also risk to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We we have a property where it's a 64 unit property and we got 30 month to month people. But we're keeping them month to month because they're paying an extra hundred bucks on top of <laughs> on top of the increase of the rent that we've charged them, right? And like you said, where are they gonna go? Mm-hmm. Even as much as we bump them up, plus the extra hundred dollar month to month, they're still paying less than what the competitors are. And if they were to move, they would pay. They would pay for moving. They pay for cleaning. They pay for storage. They pay for you know security deposits and all that stuff. And they still would. And they would pay more. So they're they're just saying you know what we'll 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 take it and 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 you know slowly slowly right. We don't do it on a mass thing right. So there's not a huge. Uh, 
you know, a, a rumor going around, hey, they're leasing up, they're le you know, one person here and then another person there and then another person here. And what we like also about the month to month is you get to see who are the, who are the good tenants and who are the problematic tenants. And the problematic tenants, you don't want to lease them up. You just want to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you. So what's you know? Go to the inspections too, because because there you'll 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 find out. Go to your inspection, and and there you're going to see who the problem tenants are too. <laughs> oh yeah, oh absolutely, right? <laughs> for sure, for sure. How many times we walked into units and we're like, okay, that person's got to go. That person's yeah. got to go. That's, you know, you open the door and you can't get into the apartment because they're they're just hoarders. You're like, all right, that that definitely that person's got to go. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and you know, a lot of people ask me, they're like, you know, don't you know, how do, how can you kick people out of their homes and whatnot? And and I share with them, and and you know, maybe share your perspective. Um, this is you know, this is a business for us. Our business is in providing clean, safe, good environments for our residents to live in so that they can be proud and, and be comfortable in, in, this, in this community. Now, if we have people in the community that are causing trouble, right, that are, are, are dirty and, and have rodents and pests and whatnot and, and yell at people, these are the people that we want to get out because we want to protect the other residents, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... I that's I agree. I'm, I mean, we're, we're, we're providing the service We're we're providing the home and we're trying to provide a, a clean, nice, safe home. Right. And, and, and if you have problem tenants that aren't going to be clean, that aren't going to contribute to the community being safe, because um, maybe they're sometimes they're um, doing illegal activities. You know, there's there's a lot of things happening at, at, at some properties and and we're, we're definitely in, in, in it's a business. Um, but, but part of the mission is, is a, at least for us, is to, to provide a, a clean and safe place to live. So mm -hmm. definitely you can't do that by by just letting things, you know, just letting tenants do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Right. So, yeah. So it's, it's sometimes it's, it's challenging and it's tough, but we got to, you know, we got to be the long arm of the law sometimes in our communities. And, and stress the fact that we want to have a nice, clean, safe environment for people to live in, you know? Because um, otherwise you're a slumlord. If, if, right. if, 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 you know, <laughs> if you want to keep rents at, at whatever they were and, and keep it, yeah, you can do that. But you're, you're going to be a slumlord. You're not going to maintain yeah. the property. You're not going to, you know, so right. take your pickings, right? <laughs> right, right, right. No, absolutely. You know, um, what do you think about what's going on in the in the market right now with the, with the interest rates going up and and prices? I mean, you know, you're in it. You're 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 in it. You're buying. You're in the different markets. What what do you see happening out there? Yeah, that's uh, I've I've so I've recently so the market is still hot. There's still a lot of activity. I've recently seen a little less activity than than a year ago or, or six months ago, where it was extremely hot. Um, there's where before you used to go into a deal and you, there was twenty um, offers and and call to offers. Now maybe it's three or four or five. It depends on the deal, right? In the market, but in general, I mean, it, it's it has gone down. It's still competitive. It's still hot. Um, where is it? going I, I i don't know i i i hope i knew right because mm -hmm. <laughs> that would make things a lot easier um interest rates have gone up so so definitely if you're looking at deals and underwriting and 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 all that um definitely don't assume 
interest rates from or, or even loan terms from three, four months ago. Nah. You have to call your lenders again and, and, and really put that in. If you're if you're underwriting a refinance, be very careful on what terms you're assuming for that refinance. Mm -hmm. I don't know where rates are going to be in three years. They may be lower. They may be higher, but, but just be careful. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely challenging because it's still a competitive market and the conditions are a little bit, they're not as easy as before with the interest rates being higher. Do you, do you think that a crash is looming a, a, a correction, something of that nature? I don't, I personally don't think so. I mean, if, if, if you just look at the, the, in general, if you look at the data with, with housing and the shortage of housing, it, it, it's, it's difficult to find a situation where there was a significant crash, maybe a slowdown, maybe, mm -hmm. um, or, or likely, because um, we were growing so fast that it's, it's unlikely that we're going to still grow at that level. But are we are, are we going to go a recession or 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 or, or a price correction in, in real estate or or, or multifamily specifically? <coughs> I don't see that in the near future. At some point, it has to come. It will happen. And it's a matter of time. We don't know if it's going to be in, in a week or if it's going to be in 10 years, but it's a matter of time. It's going to happen. I don't I'm, I'm not extremely concerned that, that it's going to happen right away. Um, but you do have to. I mean whatever you buy, you, you, you have to you just prepare, like just prepare for, for any negative outcome that may happen in the near future. And um, what we do for that is we try to buy, we try to underwrite longer term and we try to, um, yeah, have, get into the right debt, um, mm -hmm. make sure not to, you know, no, no bridge loans that are going to be due in a year, stuff like that. Right. Um, Cause right. You, you don't know where we're going to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what kind of products are you putting on your on your property debt wise? Are you putting longer term debt? Are you putting short? Are you putting bridge term bridge loans and then looking to refi or sell? What kind of strategies are, are you working with? So um, I, I am. I like to refi in just because if, if, if the conditions allow, I, I, I don't want to bet on it because mm -hmm. We just don't know um, what the conditions are in, in, in a year or two or three, whenever you're planning to, to do your refi. Um, with that said, I think it's likely that if you give yourself a three-year window, it's likely that you'll be able to refi that if you operate it correctly. And, and the, at some point, you'll have the market conditions. You, you know, it, Even if the debt market dries up, it, you may be able to find the loan in, in the next three years at some point right, to, to, to refi. But the debt we're using to, to answer your question, the, the type of debt that we're using today is, is mostly um, we're using five to seven year terms, mm -hmm. um, in some cases up to 10 year terms. Um, at a minimum, five, though, we're, we're, we're trying not to go below five years. OK. Um, or we haven't gone below five years. Um, we on, on those five years, we use a lot of local lenders, community banks and stuff like that. They, they're great to work with. They're they know their areas very well. They're, they can be very flexible and, and, and they, they know the area so they can see things that other lenders may not be able to see because they're local. Mm -hmm. um, they'll, they'll send the, 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 for an executive from the bank. They'll, 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 he'll go with you and look at the property and, 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 and really get the feel and get to know the property and be on board with your business plan. So that's a big plus. You mean you're not going to get that with the nationwide lender as easy. Um, but with the local lender, you know, that's going to be a lot easier to accomplish. And, 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 and yeah, the, the one big advantage I've seen with 
community banks and, and local lenders recently is that the prepayment that you can so it, it's almost like a hybrid that they're doing where it's a it, it's a perm it's permanent debt right but you can use it as a bridge if you if you want to mm -hmm. just because the prepayment penalty is, is not high the 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 rates are um competitive they've, they've they're part of what they've done is to to be able to compete with the with the nationwide lenders they're they're just not as expensive on to to prepay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 so your strategy now is to you know on some projects put longer debt some projects put short term and just kind of be in out you know where they're well some of them you're you're taking them long term because I guess, you know, cap rates are so compressed that we need to hold them that much longer to make cash flow, right? Exactly. That... And, and yeah, and, and you're giving yourself time to decompress it in case cap rates were to go up significantly. Mm -hmm. um, if, if you were to ask me, do I think they're going to go up significantly? I, I don't, um, but I may be wrong and I, and I recognize that I may be wrong. So, mm -hmm. so, so you do definitely have to, have different options and exit strategies because if that happens well then yeah right. and, and 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 long term that's definitely that'll help mm -hmm. out a lot with that so do you do, do, are you saying that you see a new norm in in a multifamily cap rate world where this is now like c-class properties are now trading at five caps is that like the new world that we're living in is that the new norm that, that's a tough question. Um, I think I think there's a high chance that that may be the new norm. Uh -huh. I'm not going to say that it's definitely the new norm because we just never know. Um, right. There's there's a lot of things that go into this, mm -hmm. but it, it's the amount of interest developed in the last ten years for multifamily specifically, and let's say all commercial real estate, but specifically multifamily from from family offices, from 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 small investors, from large investors, from institutional level capital, it's 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 huge, right? And and, and the amount of capital out there is is historically high. It continues to be historically high. It's so, ridiculous. It's yeah, ridiculous it, how much money there is out there. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, if you, I don't know if you know who Peter Lineman is, but I like to talk to, uh, about him a lot. I've He's, heard of, I've, I've heard the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a pretty smart economist, um, at least smarter than I am, um, and, and knows a lot more about econ the economy than I do. And, and he's real estate specific. And his argument is that cap rates are here to stay for some time and they may even go lower. He's, he's actually oh, wow. predicting them to, to keep compressing on for, for I, I think, for the next year. I think he's predicting a... Not a significant compression, I mean, but but a few basis points. Yeah, he is predicting that. So he, I'm, has, I'm I'm not predicting that they're going to go lower, but he is. Right. So so according according to him, and if you know, you know, I'm not sure, but is did he discuss the the interest rate increase versus the cap rates? Because usually, where am I here? Usually, when cap rate when when interest rates go up, cap rates follow. Right, properties become yes. cheaper. What he's saying is, as interest rates are going up, cap rates are still going to go down. That's, that's a, that's, that's, how do you, how do so, you wrap so, your head around that? Yes, it, it's, it's, it's hard because it, especially you and me, because we're underwriting, right? So when you see the, you do the underwriting, like, well, it's not working at this, you know, at this 
new interest rate. Whereas, mm-hmm. so now I have to offer less. So, so you know, but 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 there's several answers to that. One is is rent growth, right? Mm-hmm. Helps you um, decompress that in a way, and 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 he is expecting rents to continue growing. Um, and his his he he makes a huge argument that interest rates and cap rates are not as directly correlated as it would make sense that they are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that the influence of cap rates is really the the flow of money or the weight of, of, of money right and that there's so much money out there that that's really what's putting the pressure down on on cap rates and mm-hmm. and and he 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 does a whole study um he and on on why and he brings out all this data and 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 when you read it i mean i'm not i don't remember the specifics right now but when you read it it, it makes total sense. Um, so it's something to think of. I, I I agree with what you're saying that that the increase in interest rates, you know, your spread starts decreasing and 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 stuff starts. It 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 doesn't underwrite as well as as before. So so I I mean it's it just but but what I'm trying to say is also there's there's also risk with staying out of the market, staying on the sideline. Because Absolutely. we used to think five years ago that everything was overpriced, everything's expensive. There's no way that like this is this is crazy, and look at where we are now. So that's right, that's right, right. What's what's yeah. the old real estate saying? Don't wait to get into yeah. real estate to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. That, exactly. Right? That's, that's and the other yeah. question is when is a good time to get involved in real estate? Now, <laughs> whenever now is right. One hundred percent. But but to to what you're saying is that it it, it doesn't. We have to watch the market. We have to watch the metrics of the market, but there are still good opportunities to be had. You just got to dig deeper. And the people that know how to dig, the people that know how to have the relationships, the people that know their markets really well, these are the groups like yourself, right? Focusing on OKC and, and, and the other markets that you're in, having the people there, having the team, knowing that market really well and having the local lenders with you, right? That's your team. Right. So having your team, knowing the market, you can still go out there and find amazing opportunities. You just got to underwrite it correctly. And, you know, you got to kiss a lot of frogs as well. Right. You got to kiss. A, you got to you got to say no to a lot of shit that's out. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And 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 don't feel bad if you do like like it's it's don't feel like you're wasting your time or anything. It's, it's all every single deal you look at. It's 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 giving you experience even if you're not buying it but just underwriting it's giving you experience it's giving, it's giving you market knowledge it's you're, you're practicing your underwriting you're practicing your your market analysis you're mm-hmm. you, you're, you're doing all sorts of things and and it just looking at deals i mean that's something i would suggest anyone that's interested in doing this just look at deals all day and underwrite them all day um just go to correction loop down, even if you're not going to buy them look for deals underwrite them and within a, it's a matter of time before you develop that feel of where things are and where the market mm-hmm. is and, and and you develop that field of underwrite and that practice to underwrite too. Sure. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's like a, it's like a knife. It's like a tool. If you mm-hmm. don't use it, right. It gets dull. Your brain, if you don't use it, your muscles, if you don't work out, if you don't do that, if you don't run and, and, and work your lungs, your eyes, everything, if you don't work it and train it, it falls apart. So it's the same thing with underwriting. It's the same thing with, with real estate. We have to train ourselves to become a samurai Right, and chop these properties up, right, and and figure out what works and what doesn't very very quickly. And and I like what you said is that you know keep underwriting, keep looking, keep talking, keep doing because 
this, I like to say, every time you say no to a deal, you're that much closer to the one that you're going to say yes to, mm -hmm. right? But if you mm -hmm. don't say no, meaning if you're not in it and you're not doing it and you're not putting offers and you're not underwriting, underwriting, looking and kissing a lot of frogs, you'll never find Prince or Princess Charming. You'll never find that deal that will change your life, right? And, and, and it only takes one deal, one deal to change your entire life, right? 100%. 100%. I mean, you know, I, I just closed, you know, we, we just sold our Chapel Walk property, mm -hmm. right? Our, our, our Greensboro, and we're doing the numbers, man. You know, our share of the GP, forget what our investors made. Dude, that, if, if one person got my share, that would change their lives forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Forever, mm -hmm. right? They would, mm -hmm. they, would, they, would, they would quit their jobs. They would be in it a hundred percent because they're like, what? What else could? What else could give me this kind of return? What else could give me this big of a pop, right? So it's 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 a good time to get involved. And I, you know, it's funny. I was on a on a call with one of my coaching clients, and and he was getting frustrated. Yeah, you know, everything's expensive, and I can't believe it, and what they're asking for, and I can't find anything that the pencil out, and my underwriting, and I need help. And, 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 and I told him exactly what you said. I said, keep going. Keep doing. Because mm -hmm. what's the alternative? Giving up, quitting, leaving, never having the ability or the opportunity to be successful. But I also share with him what, what you said is that train yourself. This is the time now to get your systems in place. If you're getting started, if you're getting involved in real estate, this is the time to get involved. This is the time to build your systems, to create your network to go out there and, and, and build your base of knowledge, expertise, and your team so that when you do have a property, after you've underwritten a thousand deals, right, or a thousand units, mm -hmm. and you've got that one, you've got it all organized. You, you, you know what to do because you've trained, you've practiced so much in it, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's so key. 100%. And another thing that's very important is that people don't, always realize that yeah 2012 was a great time to buy real estate but it was also there wasn't money right there wasn't it wasn't you you couldn't get financing try to get investors in 2012 it wasn't you know none of that was easy so if if anything right now is a lot easier than than it was in 2012 although the opportunity may have been looks better or the prices have gone up significantly mm -hmm. it was not easy to get into the game or, or buy a property back then right no, absolutely, absolutely. There's not. always challenges that you know. It's 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 never easy. There's always, dude. Every... If it was... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But it if it was easy, everybody be doing it, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. everybody be doing it. It's it's simple. It's a simple process, but it's not easy, right? You gotta mm -hmm. have you, like like we said in the beginning. You gotta have thick skin, right? Yeah, you gotta that's have, it. You gotta have thick skin. You gotta be able to. You know, it's like a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. It's not a 400-meter sprint, right? It's a 21, whatever marathon is, however many miles, 24 miles. You're in it for the long haul, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People ask me all the time, like, so, so what's your exit strategy, you know, in, 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 in my business and whatnot? And I go, I, honestly, I don't have an exit strategy. I see myself doing this until I'm 80, 90, 100, until I can't, until I can't no more, right? Right, and I <laughs> yeah. think I, I think you're pretty much the same way. It's as the well, same way, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking of stopping. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because for us, this is enjoyment. This is not 
Ah, shit. I got it. It's Monday. Fuck. I got to get it. I got to go to work. I got to deal with my boss. I got to deal with the other way around. (laughs) Right. We, you know, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, dude, what are we doing today? Right. How much money are we raising? What's going on? You know, talk to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited because we see the future and we love what we do. Right. A hundred percent. When you love what you, you know, and, and it's so cliche, right? We hear it all the time. When you love what you do, it's not work. Yeah, you know what? It's not work. I mean, it's, it's, it's stressful. It's a pain in the ass sometimes. It's a bitch. It's, 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 it's hard. It's complicated. You're like, you don't want to pull your hair out and whatnot. But I'd rather do this than waste away, you know, building somebody else's empire for them mm-hmm. and, being, and being just a small, a small piece in somebody else's machine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to have my machine and I want to have, you know, all of us, you know, I want to be part of your machine. I want you to be part of my machine, right? It's machines being part of other machines. And then we can grow a huge machine together. And, and it's just incredible, right? You got to have the vision, right? How important is it in our business to have vision? Oh, it's, it's key with that. Without vision, there's it, 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 you have to have vision in life and, and in, for this business, but also, I mean, if, if think about it, you also have to have a vision for the property. How are you going to buy a property without having a vision for it? So it's, it's vision is, is, is key to this in, in every aspect of it, personal business, name it. You can, yeah, it's everywhere. It's so important. Another word for vision is imagination, right? You got to have imagination. You got to imagine yourself on that hundred foot yacht, right? We, we, you know, all the, all the gurus and, and without that vision, you're, you're, you're going to be your, your own enemy. You're, you're going to stop yourself. If you're not going to, if, if you're not going to have the vision to, to be able to allow a, a five or $10 million transaction, well then, you know, if you're going to think you're not good enough to do it, then it's not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. so you have to be able to put yourself in those shoes and, and totally. That's right. That's right. No, absolutely. Right. You know, when, when, when you think of, right, imagine, like I always tell people, you know, it's like when you're going, when you're getting ready for your vacation, right, you know, okay, wow, oh, four months, we're going away and you daydream about it, right? You're putting yourself already on that ship or in the, on that beach or in that hotel or whatever your vacation is. When you're daydreaming about it, you're actually transporting yourself into the future and you're putting yourself into that situation and you can smell the, the coconut suntan oil and you can feel the sand and the sun. And, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to drink that margarita with the umbrella on it. And you can taste the tequila going down your throat. And, and your senses are alive and they're feeling it. Mm-hmm. And, with, and in business and in life, in personal business, whatever it is, you have to have that same vision, that same trans, that, that same teleportation of your of your senses to where you're successful mm-hmm. so that your mm-hmm. body says wow can't wait for that to happen i'm living it right now it's just it's it's, it's coming right yeah 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 and you know? and so i i used to i never imagined myself raising capital for example i'm, I'm I, I used to think who, who's going to give me money? I mean, why, why, why would they give me money? I mean, I used to think that was reserved for the big institutions or for the people that know how to do it, or you know, or the these big syndicators that you see all over social media, or or, and and I was so wrong. It's 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 it's. I mean, I wasn't even close. And it, but it took 
changing that mindset is 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 what it took. It, it, that, that's that's if I, I first had to change the mindset, it, it didn't happen automatically. And 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 as I got more comfortable with it, that's when it became a lot easier. Now I'm I I'm 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 not scared of of putting the property under contract because I know I have ways to to offer this opportunity to investors. And 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 at the end, that's what you're doing. You're offering them an opportunity. There's there's that's a lot right. of people that want to get into this and and exactly. it does great for them. And yeah. Right. Yep. I love what you said, man. You changed your mindset. It was nothing physical. It was nothing, it wasn't words that you said. It wasn't a tonality. It wasn't the clothes that you wore. It wasn't the location that you were at or the networking events that you went to. None of that changed. This changed your mindset. Mm -hmm. Your mm -hmm. mindset, right? And, and, and it's so key. It's so key to everything. And, and there should be people out there teaching how to shift your mindset. There should be more people teaching how to shift your mindset. And I think we would be in such an incredible place where more people understood how they could change their mindset. You know, I want to talk about, you know, mindset, you know, back with COVID and all that shit, right? When, when the lockdowns were happening, a lot of the people that got sick well, the ones that were freaking out about it and were like, oh my God, I'm going to get sick. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is going to kill me. Gonna... Right? Their mindset was of panic, of stress. And, and, and science today shows how stress and panic actually reduces your immune system and makes you more susceptible, more susceptible to disease. So now think about it. These people are freaking out. They're lowering their thing. And then they go, you see, I knew I was going to get sick. But dude, you just said it. You just, they were looking you, for it. Yeah. You just, you just brought it upon yourself. You just brought it upon yourself. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and don't blame the, 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 your, your surroundings. Don't, don't, that, that, that doesn't do any good. They, nah. they, yeah. Don't, you know, look, I, your parents came from Nicaragua, right? And, and it was, you know, it was a hard place to live. Then it became good. Then it went bad. And, you know, cycles, right? My, you know, I, I look at my father, you know, God rest his soul. You know, he never, he never graduated the sixth grade, the sixth grade, right? My mother's a Holocaust survivor. Okay. Let's talk about that, right? You know, your environment, look at all these Holocaust survivors. And they don't have to be just Jewish people. Anybody who survived, right? The Nazis and that torment that lived through and survived are living to 80, 90, a hundred years old because they're, their survival mode. They're like, I, nothing is going to kill me, right? That's their mindset. If that shit didn't kill me, COVID, not going to do it for me. That, not going to do it. What? That, nothing. And they go out there and they become so successful because of the mindset. Their environment could have destroyed them, right? Now, there are people that lived through that as well that were broken people, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can take a glass like this and you can you can throw it on the ground. Right. It's the same thing. Right. The glass shattering the ground. Some of those pieces will come out and you can use it as a as a weapon. Right. To slice and, you know, as a tool sharp, you come out. Wow. Some of the pieces just disintegrate to never be seen mm -hmm. again. Right. So you mm -hmm. cannot mm -hmm. blame your surroundings. Right. You mm -hmm. can't blame your surroundings. My father was never graduated, never graduated the sixth grade. My mother never, you know, was a Holocaust survivor. They had excuses beyond excuses why never to do anything. Mm -hmm. Just let me live my life. Blah, blah, blah. But no, they said, 
I'm not going to let that stop us from creating a life and for giving our families everything that, that, that they deserve and a good life and, 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 and all the amenities that, that, that a first world country can give. You know, mm-hmm. just like you, they came to this country. They didn't know English. My father barely knew. You know, my father couldn't put a math problem together on paper, but he could do it in his head. Right. That was the genius of him. Mm-hmm. Right. He understood business. He understood networking. He understood talking to people and building those relationships. And, you know, I'll buy something for a dollar and I'll sell it for five. OK, that I understand. Right. It's not that complicated. Give good service. Not complicated. You don't need to have a, co- a Harvard degree. To, to, to know these simple things, right? Street smarts. Street, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Street smarts, you know? So, so I love what you said, man. You can't let your, your environment and, and your history dictate your present and your future. Yeah. Right? So with that, we're going we're gonna to end the show. Don't let your minds, don't, don't let your, 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 your environment or your history determine your present or your future what do you have in store for your future my friend what do i have in future mm-hmm. yeah so i i i'm i'm just my, my family first that's mm-hmm. the most important thing in my future my family i have a lot to look a lot to look forward to my kids yes, i have yes, a three-year-old kids, right mm-hmm. uh eight month old and 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 that for me is a priority so it, i i I have to put I put them first in, in everything and everything I do is for them. And and if 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 my family so I do things the other way around. I, I don't do work first and then family, like on on your on your calendar. I first separate the time from my family and then I allow space and time for work. So my future is dedicating to my family and my vehicle, I guess, to to to, to make that happen is real estate. So my future is mm-hmm continue buying more multifamily properties and, and, and yeah, we're, 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 we're buying, we're, we're, we're under contract on a property and we're putting in offers consistently. So I love it, we're, we're going to, yeah, man. Looking I love forward it. To it. Yeah. Awesome, man. And, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to know you, to have met you, right? Because you know, you're, you're, you are who you hang out with. You are the people that you associate with, right? Your network is your net worth. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and I always want to be the dumbest schmuck in the room. And when I'm hanging out with people like you and others, you know, I'm, I'm so, you know, happy and, and so grateful that I've met people that are out there that are doing it, that have what I want, the family life, the, 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 the lifestyle, the, the success. And I want to emulate everyone that's around me. And it's fantastic. Um, share with us how people can find out more about your opportunities, about the properties that you have under contract. Is there a website? Is there a, an email they can go to? Yeah, so my, my website is, is on the screen, www.equitypartners.com. Equity, equity with an I at the end for international. So E-Q-U-I-T-I partners.com. You can also, I'm, I'm on all the social media, um, Facebook, Instagram. You can look me up and, and send me a message. I'll respond or just send me an email. My email is bpearson, B-P-I-E-R-S-O-N at equity. E-Q-U-I-T-I partners.com. Awesome, man. We're going to get that. Reach out, man. We're going to get that up there. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Looking forward to getting together in South Florida when I'm back from uh, Northwest Arkansas, where I'm at right now in my, in my house. I'm, I'm going to go now and go hang out at the lake a little nice. bit and <laughs> breathe some good fresh air. Enjoy. Enjoy. Thank Thanks you. for having me, Nissan. Absolutely. <laughs> Travelers, uh, it's been awesome. 
And I want to share this one last thing with you. Being born poor was not your fault. Dying poor is your fault. It's all up to you. Don't let your surroundings, your environment, your history, your past dictate who you are and what you're going to do with your life. I'm Nitzan Mosby, the traveling investor. We'll see you next week somewhere on Spaceship Earth. Be well, have fun, and happy hunting.